Free Trail fam, bonjour from Chamonix, France. Of course, I am your loving host, Dylan Bowman, here to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the Ultra Trail de Mont Blanc. It is officially UTMB week, and we are here to enjoy the spectacle and share our love for this amazing sport and this amazing event with you, the global trail running community, trail fans worldwide. This is a special time of year, and we are so happy to be here to enjoy it in person. We're going to be doing a daily show each morning recording in the heart of Chamonix covering all the major stories of this year's race. It is a special week-long series we're calling Good Morning Mont Blanc, which you're listening to now. Each day we'll have a star-studded group of rotating co-hosts to share their expert perspectives about the fields, the conditions, the races, and the results as they happen throughout the week. We're also going to be doing a ton of pre- and post-race interviews with some of the main contenders and the top performers. So make sure you're subscribed here or to our YouTube channel so you don't miss a single second of our coverage. We are grateful for your support. We really hope you'll follow along and share it with your friends. Finally, thank you to Hoka and Camelback for making the shows possible this week. Make sure you play fantasy, fantasy fantasy.freetrail.com for a chance to win prize packages from these awesome brands. Thank you all so much for listening. Have an amazing UTMB week. Katie Scheid, German Granger. How, how's my pronunciation? That, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not that far from the truth. Do people usually say like Germain Granger? Yeah, Germain is is the 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 main thing. Yeah, German Katie Scheid, of course, 2022 UTMB champ. How's it feel to be back in the valley? You too, after many years being back and forth. Yeah, it's been fun. We've been in the Valley for six weeks now. We normally live a bit south of here. Um, and it's been, it's always fun to like change up the training grounds and just see a different place. And yeah, just some new trails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's the first time uh, we come earlier before UTMB week. So, yeah. Yeah, six weeks. I mean, that's a long time. That, <laughs> is that a reflection of like a, a deep commitment towards... Uh, the performances this coming week or was it just simply new training grounds and opportunity to just be somewhere else for the summer? No. Yeah. It's clearly to, to be used to the UTMB race route. I think for me, I think it is just doing OCC so she doesn't need that much week on. Yeah. So yeah, every time I would start UTMB, I would just show up on Monday, Tuesday and do the race. So it's actually the first time I, I'm doing the Ricky, yeah. as, as you say, Ricky. So Jamal has done UTM. He started UTMB three times, and he's never seen Col de la Seine in the daylight. So I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> this is his first time yeah. seeing it in the daylight. That's a great part of the course, and I've noticed that you've been doing a lot of training on the course. Maybe we'll come back and talk about that in a sec. But first, just introduce yourself a little bit, because Katie's been on the podcast a few times, and. Obviously, there'll be the majority of the viewers and listeners of this are going to be American. So maybe just give us a quick introduction to you, your background in sport. Because I think, we're, didn't you come from like a cycling background or something? Yeah, I, kind of. I would say my first sport was uh, alpine skiing because I grew up in a, in a French ski resort. So that was really the, the first sport I did. And then my family moved to the, the French Riviera, like close to Nice. Obviously, less mountains. So that's when I started mountain biking, then 
road biking. Then I was doing my study in parallels and uh, I got injured and I decided to push more on the study side. And that's when I found out about trail running because I had less time to train and I would be dead after just one hour of running. <laughs> so that, that's how I went. I came to trail running. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming, guys. It's great to have you here and it'll be fun to chat briefly. But maybe let's start with two months ago when Katie finished spectacular second place, one of the great 100-mile performances ever and just maybe 12 hours before that race started you won here in Chamonix at the 90k of Mont Blanc so maybe tell us a bit about like what the conversation was like after you finally had a chance to catch up because I'm sure you guys were both you know pretty proud of one another and had a lot of uh, fun things to talk about yeah I mean I was following Germain's race it's not what you're supposed to do two nights before you race, right? It's like the night before the night before is the best. It's the most important sleep or yeah. something. I don't know. Someone told me that once, but I was up all night, like trying to sleep. But then, you know, you kind of wake up and you're like, oh, I have to check the timing. And uh, Jean-Marc didn't make it easy for us because he held like a two minute lead for like 40K or something. So it was quite stressful to just follow on the timing updates. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was super, it was just um, a big relief for me to like see that he won. Cause I knew, I knew how, obviously we know how much goes into each other's training and yeah. preparation. So that was a great thing to kind of wake up to. And then get his whole like, you know, race report the next day on the phone while I so was still you, preparing my stuff. Okay, so he had finished before you started? Was yeah, yeah, okay. because of the time difference. He It was the night before the night before, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, Germain, tell us about watching Katie's performance at Western States. Yeah, so yeah, I basically finished my, my race. Then it was like, the start was like a few hours later. So yeah, I didn't sleep at all. I just like tried to to sleep, but then every like 30 and one, one hour I would wake up, then like watch a different live, like listen to you, yeah. <laughs> obviously. And um, and then, yeah, I was following the, the race uh, from Chamonix. And uh, yeah, that, there was less like way to really follow the race and with like really live footage but yeah. but you can really follow the split and you guys doing the live so yeah it was like a pretty intense night actually i was yeah. more tired from like sleep deprivation than for like <laughs> like real running so well, yeah. what a great memory you guys will probably cherish for years and decades to come katie how have you been feeling since western states obviously it's like you've done what have you done any hundreds aside from UTMB? You did the race in your near where you guys live, right? Um, yeah, UTMB and Western States are the only hundred mile oh, races I've done. But UTCAM, which is close to where we live, is um, yeah where we live. It's really technical, and the trails are much slower than here, which is why we have to come here to yeah. prepare for the race because it's so much faster to yeah. run around here. And so that race actually is a hundred and twenty k, but. Um, my finishing time was like just squeaked under 20 hours. So actually so it's, it's longer than Western longer than States, Western States. But Well, the reason days. I ask is because, you know, somebody who's done Western States a number of times, like it can really shred you, like for how fast of a course it is. It often takes people 
a long time to recover from it. How have you felt in the last couple of months? I mean, you did get it on a year where it was a little bit cooler and obviously you were fit and good condition for it. How's the recovery been? Yeah, I think maybe I got like a, a different circumstance because of the temperature. I didn't, or maybe because I'm so used to races being like time-wise really long and maybe go, actually all of those races go through the night. Mm -hmm. And I think that completely changes the race and the recovery when you are also missing a night of sleep on top of running for that long. So honestly, when I got to the finish of Western States, I was like, that went by so fast. And I think I had pretty good recovery. Like the biggest thing was just the time zone difference. Cause I came back home to France like mm -hmm. directly after and I had a lot of trouble sleeping for like a week and a half, but I, I attribute that more to the time change than the race itself. So do you feel like you bounced back more quickly than UTMB, for example, the only other hundred that you've done? Cause this is one yeah. of Corinne was just here and we were sort of talking about some of the storylines of the race for the season. And one of them is like the people who are doing the Western States UTMB double, of course you're doing OCC, which we'll talk about in a second, but you know, there's some conversation about like, because Western States was a little bit cooler this year, it seems like a lot of people have recovered more quickly and there's an extra week separating the two races now. And so, you know, sort of the speculation of maybe it'll be easier to do the Western States UTMB double. Did you feel like you bounced back pretty quickly? I think there's two things. One is that I've like done more races now. Mm -hmm. So I think that just helps you recover faster. And it's also really different when you finish on a positive note than when you finish on a negative note. Totally. And I've finished UTMB twice on really negative notes mm -hmm. and it's kind of destroyed me and I've had a really hard time coming back after that mentally. And I, that definitely affects your physical body too. That is fascinating. Um, yeah. Like last year after UTMB, I felt great. Like I didn't feel like there was any time where I was like, wow, I'm so, so dead. Cause you won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I won. Okay, great. Everything's wonderful in the world. But yeah. the same with Western States, like I was super happy with how everything went. So I wasn't, you know, I think it really changes. Awesome. Germain, you've had a super solid year in addition to the Mont Blanc 90K. You were solid fifth at Trans Vulcania. How have those two races set you up for UTMB? This is your fourth start at UTMB, right? We'll, we'll get to what happened last year, but maybe just talk about your season, how it set you up for this, this weekend's race. Yeah, so um, I actually didn't run from uh, December 1st to April 1st. I only skied, mm -hmm. so that was a bit scary, but that's what we did. And then I had like four or five weeks of running to go to Transvulcania. And uh, in the end, it worked pretty well. And um, and then, yeah, I had like another five or six weeks to go to the 90K and it's when I ran more. And yeah, this season I didn't have any any injury or was sick or whatever. So I uh, have like a better consistent training behind me. So speaking of illness, sickness, let's talk about last year. That was your third year running in a row. You'd finished ninth and fifth in 2019 and 2021. And then I think I recall you caught COVID during race week last year, ended up pulling out at Cormier. Remind the audience about that story. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, we, we rented like, we rent a, a chalet with like our coach and, yeah. and other people for the crew. And then one, one of the member of the, the chalet came with COVID. Yeah. Um, but we didn't know it at yeah. the time. And 
then then you test it early in the week, positive. It's when we begin to split uh, everybody in a different location yeah. to make sure and optimize like uh, the spread. And yeah, I, I felt like sick at the at the big pickup, but I didn't want to to do a test and keep yeah. keep giving no, it a shot. Just to clarify, we didn't. He didn't test positive until the day before, so you didn't go. We didn't go anywhere knowing that we had someone sure. with yeah. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to really clarify, yeah. That. Yeah. this was like the afternoon before the start of the race. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I started, I felt okay, then like worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So I decided to, to stop because I knew that something was going on. What was it like to see Katie win last year after, you know, having that disappointment? I mean, obviously it makes perfect sense. You shouldn't have continued on. And I'm sure, you know, everybody comes to UTMB. It's their biggest goal of the season. So there was major disappointment, but obviously Katie was able to make the... Yeah, that was like hard because uh, because not only about like the fact that I, I I dropped the race, it was just that okay, I, my race got stopped, but then I can't even celebrate, so I can't like I had I stayed more or less at the Airbnb because I couldn't go to the party after party or whatever because I was sick and I didn't want to spread my virus yeah. to anyone else. So yeah, that was the. The hard part, not being able to really like celebrate one hundred percent with Katie, but as soon as as I as I saw that she was well ranked, I still went on the race route like in places to to see her finish. But yeah, for sure, I was really happy for her. It's just like such a bad timing, but yeah. but yeah, she well, she it's your turn this year. It's your turn this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will I will do my best, but yeah. I don't know yet. Katie, back to you. Obviously, like going from a super fast 100 miler to a slower mountainous 55K, it's kind of an abrupt transition to make. Give us a sense of sort of like how you've made that transition in terms of training, mix of volume and intensity, vertical. How's that been? Um, yeah, I mean, I decided in, I think, January to do OCC. So it wasn't like a last minute thing at all. It was very much on the calendar. Um, we kind of made a decision after what happened last year, not just because of that, but just our experience with racing the same. We had basically always done the same races mm. um, 100% of the time. And so coming into this year, we we said, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. It's very like, you know, ruining each other's races by needing each other when the other person is very much not available. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, of course it made sense. Like Jamal, of course, wanted to come back to UTMB. Um, and I really wanted to go to Western States. So I knew I was definitely going to be here this week. I've always wanted to do OCC. Mm. Um, Jarmel finished third at OCC in 2015. So I have these like funny pictures of him in his old outfit. Um, <laughs> running one of the, I think it was one of the first editions of OCC, yeah, but anyway, there, it's always been a race I've wanted to do because I've done CCC and UTMB. So yeah, got to do the trifecta. Does it feel relieving that you don't have to do the full loop around the mountain or is it like, oh God, I got to actually like push hard? Because I mean, people who maybe, you know, have only known you for the last couple of years would recognize you as like a long course person doing UTMB in Western States, Madeira and stuff. But, you know, those who follow you more closely know that you jump into cross country races. You do a lot of like faster, harder schemo type stuff too. Is Where's your head at in terms of like this change in distance? Yeah, I think I've gotten more media coverage on longer things, but I've done, I think I've, I mean, I've definitely done more 
like 50 K ish length yeah. races than I have hundred milers. Yeah. Um, I'm just not, you know, like winning Zagama or the marathon du Mont Blanc because that's not where like my best skill set is, mm-hmm. but I love those races. And I think it would be, yeah, I think it would be sad to just like cross them all off the list because I quote unquote, like do better at long races. Totally. Um, so yeah, my, like my training has, uh, following Western States, I like brought down the volume quite a bit, but like way more intensity sessions, which, yeah. Are you feeling confident or are you feeling like it was an abrupt change in stimulus? Um, I, at the beginning I was a little nervous because I had focused so hard on like flat running since this week last year. And then I immediately switched when I got home after Western States to like, okay, I mean, I just went back to running like normal, basically, yeah. which is includes up running downhills. up and down <laughs> instead of like om- like trying to avoid that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like my legs have come back around, but you never know. I mean, 55K, 3,500 meters is long. It's yeah. not short. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. And there's tons of other super strong women. So yeah. any weakness will be shown for sure. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fun to follow. Germain, back to you. Maybe similar question about your training. I've noticed that you've been on the course quite a bit. You've done a couple like big runs from here to Cormier. Give us a sense of, you know, how you've structured things. Just like, again, mix of volume and intensity. Any things you've done differently this year? This year I definitely ran more than I used to run because I don't bike anymore this year. And uh, yeah, I have way more kilometer in my legs. We're more time on, on feet. And um, yeah, that's the main difference with my training of the previous year. I would always build up with like long biking loops, like sneaking between like big running days. And uh, I have only done like running days. Yeah. So, you know, as somebody who's been here three times in the past, like how have you approached the training on the course part of it? Because I think there's, like Katie said, you'd never seen the Caudal Ascend in the daylight before. So there's some advantage to knowing what you're doing, but there's also, I don't know, sometimes it's nice to not be doing so much on the course so it feels a little bit more fresh on race day. How have you balanced that? Yeah, exactly. That was my always my previous approach yeah. to UTMB. And then I wanted to change things that year and give me like more chance and opportunity to to get the race route like better, like the, those little things, you know. And yeah, definitely at some point you're like, okay, that's a lot of time on the race route. Uh, maybe I want to do less. So some some days I would just like not go on the race route, but I always try to stay committed to my choice to come here earlier is to get on the race route. Yeah. So that was my main line to follow. Like I'm here for that. Have you felt like it's, there's been things that you've learned that you didn't pick up in your three previous runnings? Yeah, definitely. I, would, I was just first thinking that I was really stupid to, <laughs> to didn't go here, like on the like first part of the race during like daylight. Yeah. Yeah, there is definitely things that that shows up quickly, like the fact that Katie said that yeah, we cannot really prepare that UTMB at home because the trails are really different. Yeah. When I did my first like loop, Ricky loop, I was like, okay, 
it's really great that I'm here because I'm not used to this grade going down, easy grade uh, that totally destroys your legs. Yeah. So I'm more used to jump around like rocks, stuff oh. like that. So yeah, there is a ton of things. So recalling back to your fifth place finish in 2021, didn't you share a lot of miles with Aurelian that year? Or who were yeah, you? yeah, exactly. And he ended up finishing second. Yeah. What what happened? That, I mean, fifth place at UTMB is a spectacular performance. It would be a highlight of anybody's career. But do you look back at that race and feel like there was something you should have done differently? No, because the year before, um, I was like uh, discovering the 100 miles uh, yeah. thing. So I started UTMB super in a conservative, conservative way yeah. and uh, ended up ninth. So I wanted to take a little bit more risk but maybe too much. So that's why I was like, uh, yeah, I was with Aurelien and we are second and third in Champé. Then it's really the place where like my speed really like slowed down and uh, I really hit a, a low. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, that was interesting to, to, to manage, but for sure it, it's something I can look back and like improve a lot of things. Uh, I was still like really like, I feel like I was still not really into like the details of the preparation or whatever. I was more like, oh, okay, cool. I want to give a shot. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It always gets hard after Champelac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think he's, it can be easy yeah. after Champelac anyway. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. Maybe quickly just share what you guys are going to be doing this week for people who are listening who are in town. I know you have at least a couple of things that you're doing. Like, is there a movie on Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, yeah, I'll be at the premiere of my film. It's a 10-minute film. It won't take two hours. Um, and I'll be at, outside at the North Face store Wednesday starting at 4.30, followed by a Q&A. Um, and then I'll, other than that, we did I'll it. pick up my bib. I just want to warn the volunteers that I'm going to pick up. <laughs> no. And otherwise, you guys will be hiding out, hopefully for the rest of the week. So just quick closing question. I was sort of thinking about something that I could ask everybody who comes in here. And do they not allow crew in OCC? Okay. This is a, the thing that I was thinking about is like asking everybody, who's your crew? Why? And what is that person meant to you? So maybe you can answer the question. Who's crewing for you at UTMB? Why is that the person that you've chosen? And what has that person meant to you over time? So I would say the there will be two persons. So Katie is more like in the assistant role, and yeah, the my crew person is uh, Rene McGregor. I don't know if you know, know. Rene McGregor. It's like a she's a dietitian, sport nutritionist, mm -hmm. and I've been working this uh, year with her, and uh, yeah, we really like to work together. And I think she, she would be really helpful. So that's... Did you choose her because of her nutrition background? Like she can help you navigate any potential issues that happen along the way? Or is she just a friend? Yeah. First for like a nutrition background. And I think she, she can find also the good words for me. Uh, so that's the both side, I would say. Awesome. Well, good luck to you both, Katie and OCC, German and UTMB. It's great to have you both in here together and good luck this week thanks thanks Dylan. cheers <laughs>